0: Okay. Hello there, and welcome to the Time Film Podcast. So, we talk film, TV, games, and all the jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week, we're talking about both Space Jam films, the 1996 film and the new sequel. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm joined with my co host, John. Hey, what's up? I'm
1: here. You
0: are yes. here? Indeed.
1: <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we got exciting stuff to talk about <laughs> Space Jam,
0: too. We do, uh, we do. We literally just been to the cinema this morning to see it. And oh boy, is it definitely was it a, a film? film? It's a film. I can I can definitely say that it is a film. Um, yeah. But yeah. before we, we do any of that, let's talk some a little bit of news. We have a director, John, for oh. Blade, for the MCU's Blade. So Bassam Tariq, hope I'm saying that right, has been oh, uh has oh, been interesting. recruited. I guess, uh, as the director for Blade, he uh, you might know him as the director of Mogul Mowgli, uh, which is a film that came out the, this year or last year. I can't really remember. Uh, starring Riz Ahmed about a rapper. Um, so obviously, well, there's no release date on Blade yet, uh, but we know that Mahesh Lee is going to star as in the main role, and that's about it. What do you think? Uh, that's interesting because um, well, I haven't seen Blade movies uh
1: but no me neither yeah so i need to watch them uh because a lot of people are excited about you know an mcu blade uh film so
0: yeah i need to
1: get into it uh
0: a different director um, that's
1: cool cool. yeah
0: yeah definitely our friend joe who we did the invincible video with and literally at the time this comes out next week we'll be doing a suicide squad video with him he loves the mcu blade not well the original blade films And I think that there's a load of love for them out there. You know, you've got like Blade 3 isn't as well regarded, but Blade 1 and 2 are, you know, really well respected as some of those original comic book films for Marvel, such as, you know, in the same vein as Spider-Man and X-Men that kind of built what we now understand to be the comic book film. And so it's big shoes to fill, definitely.
1: Yeah, 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 massive. Uh, you know, you have to keep that wall, you know, uh, to carry on the legacy or, you know, the, uh, the story of, uh, of
0: Blade. So, carry yeah. on a new legacy. Yes. Like like, oh. like Space Jam. So it's like... Uh, <laughs> uh, next, uh... next piece of news is uh, concerning Batgirl. So the a DC film that yeah. has been in development for, it seems like forever now, but... Batgirl herself has just been cast. Leslie Grace, who literally was just in in the heights, has been cast as as Barbara Gordon, or presumably Barbara Gordon. Uh, could also be Cassandra kane Um uh, or not because they did do her in um in Birds of Prey. So, you know, it's presumably Barbara Gordon. What do you think?
1: Um, yeah, the um during the week there was like uh for actress, uh, actors you know uh, going up for uh, uh, for the role and i was like oh well, which one's going to be so now we've got ba- uh, proper you know uh, selection for the for the role you know uh, and this is interesting because you know she's from the musical in the heights uh, as i uh, heard and
0: uh, maybe yeah, this, this is, is... going to be a musical
1: oh that girl
0: and that's just Just the just the batman theme song from the 60s just with batgirl in 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 interluded i guess um no yeah i think this is very interesting a lot of people are kind of annoyed about this casting i think it's cool i think she did a really good job in in the heights uh you know i i mean people already know that she's not ginger and as a ginger person myself i do think that it is you know it would have been nice for the role to be cast ginger but you know what can you do um too. I guess they'll give her a wig or or dye her hair or does not have a ginger at all. It's not a necessity for the character, I don't think. Yeah. Obviously, the obvious race change as well. I don't think that these things are that important. I think that it's, you know, yeah, I think it, what's important good. is that we get a good, you know, writer, director. It was going to be Joss Whedon directing it. Thankfully, it's not anymore. Oh, it's oh, was it? I really yeah, really, after I really Justice, really. after Justice League, he was picked up uh, to do. Uh, it might have been part of his contract. He might have agreed to do uh Justice League just so he could do uh Batgirl. But yeah, so he was going to do Batgirl for a, quite a long time, but now uh he's 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 far away from the project. I'm not sure I don't think Batgirl has a director or a writer at this point. Yeah. Oh that's oh yeah, needs to
1: find a writer. Uh, imagine, oh my, imagine Joss Whedon directing it. That'll be a mess.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Well I mean even worse it could be good I mean I mean, he has done some good stuff In the past and I think especially did, after everything I mean even if he was directing it still After everything that's happened with You know Ray Fisher and Warner Brothers and Joss Whedon I don't think they would keep him I think they would fire him just to you know Just so they don't get any backlash for it at the very least um, But yeah as we all know Warner Brothers Is a company that is controlled by CGI John Don Cheadle <coughs> It's true it's true. <laughs> uh. Wow. Yeah. And another uh, Warner Brothers film that is coming out is Dune, or Dune, or, d-dun, or, or d-dun, Dune. or Dune-y. or Dune, or Dune. Uh, what Dune? Of course. Um, Dune. Dune. We got a new trailer for Dune. 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 Yeah. Dune. 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 What did you think? Uh, this looks. Uh... <laughs> Um, amazing, you know, with
1: the yeah. uh, special effects, yeah. and it just completely immerses you. Like it's not too, you know, out of place, but it just fits so well uh, in, in yeah. the film. You know, what I mean, like sometimes, you know, with CGI, you like take out uh, the film's
0: uh, reality, but this, this just looks amazing. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. This is obviously denny Villeneuve, which is, you know. He's done some incredible things. I actually just, I'm going away on holiday tomorrow and I downloaded on Netflix Arrival and Prisoners to watch among many other films. So I'm going to be watching some Denis Villeneuve films. Um, but what I think is really cool about Dune is that, you know, pretty much ever since, you know, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, the, it's been, you know, a long time since we've had like a big, you know, fantasy series, uh, you know, in film. And I feel like Dune could fill those shoes. You know, there have been loads of things that have kind of tried and failed to build these kind of universes. You know, if you think of like all like the kind of Maze Runner and Divergent Hunger Games, things that might have out well and kind of fizzled about a bit. You know, you think about, um, oh, I just had it. It was right there. and now it's gone. You know, there, there have been like, you know, Jupiter Ascending and, and uh, Val- Valerian and City of a Thousand Planets. Films oh, that, that have... Oh. Yes, yeah, try yeah, to build mean, exactly. a universe. And even in the trailers, you could just see the trying too hard. But Dune looks so seamless. Obviously, it's based off a book, which is, you know, already a leg up. But a lot of these properties that I've mentioned were based off books uh, and comics. And what I think looks so cool about Dune is that it doesn't immediately, this trailer isn't saying, hey, look at all this cool stuff. Look at all this wacky stuff. It's just like, you know, it, it presents it in a very natural way, I felt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad, you know, it's not taking a, te- a, te- a step too far with the CJ, but, you know, it, yeah, it
0: looks,
1: it's not, again, it what you said, seamless. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It doesn't look like it's all kind of like, you know, shot on green screen, you know, or even like, you know, using something like the volume. It doesn't look like everything, you know, is just being thrown in there. It's a desert, you know, it's not, you know, even the stuff that it aren't deserts look, you know, futuristic, but not too futuristic. I, I definitely think that. It's bringing, the, it's bringing the same kind of energy as Blade Runner.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hmm.
0: This film is also supposed to be one of two as well. Um, I'm not sure if it will get the sequel, though, because as good as his films are, Denis Villeneuve does ne- never gets the sequels, you know? Yeah. His films don't really do all that well at the box office, and even though everyone you know praise them i don't think it's likely we'll get the sequel i just think i i you know i'd love there to be but i'm not i think this film's going to end on a cliffhanger and i'm not sure we'll ever see that cliffhanger be fulfilled um
1: yeah with you know um with dennis villamue he's more of a you know he doesn't do sequels to films um to he, because he wants to keep them you know uh one-off um uh, mm-hmm yeah which i really like because you know you're not expanding the universe but then you're not
0: also not ruining the first film you
1: know
0: yeah. just well definitely i mean <laughs> this film he he's even said that this film is you know half of the book so the other half presumably is going to be in a second film so you know i think if this film doesn't make enough money you know if it doesn't crack that one billion dollar mark or maybe just maybe you know eight eight hundred million or something I'm not sure it it's gonna be um I'm not sure people will green light a sequel,
1: yeah, yeah, we'll see uh but you know uh his films do have a lot of popularity uh since uh arrival, I think that was the film that. You know, got him. Well, you say
0: that, but I mean, like, you know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, critically, all of his films are really, you know, high praise, but they don't really do well at the box office. And Dune is like a big blockbuster film. Like you know, it it needs to do well at the box office. Yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Um, another thing that I think is really cool uh, is is you know we've got loads of really really talented actors. This, You know, obviously, you know, you've got Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet in the two kind of uh, t- like main roles. And then you've got, you know, um, Jason Momoa, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Oscar Isaac um Josh Brolin, loads of others. You know, this this is chock-a-block with talent. I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope it will do well at the box office
0: same Mm. and 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 one more note the main character is called paul and it's so it throws me off so much that we've got all these characters of like just like you know really like you know like interesting like cool names and then it's just like the main guy is just paul paul yeah like i couldn't (laughs) imagine looking at timothy chandelier and being oh yeah paul that's paul man hey hey
1: what's up i'm paul uh,
0: okay, my okay. name's Glob what the Glob. What that? <laughs> uh exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that's such a, <laughs> a a weird
0: name, but you know, it's it's um different. Yeah, I'm I need to read the book. Um, I so... yeah, I'm gonna literally start reading the book tomorrow, so I'm excited. Um, but it doesn't have chapters. I, I don't know. It doesn't have chapters. Um, oh, wait! What? It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, it's split into like like weird sections that aren't labeled. And I'm a, I'm the kind of guy who when I read a book, you, read, you know, okay. I want to finish on a chapter. Did you read so the I don't. Uh, No, I have. I, I literally know nothing about it other don't than what's in the Don't read the, the blurb because it spoils half the story. oh Okay. Uh, I yeah. will not read the blurb. Yes, don't. No, I'm sure. I'm sure when I'm finished, that I'll talk about it on the pod. Spoiler free, of course.
1: Spoiler free, yes. Indeed.
0: So that's it for news. Shall we jump straight into Space Jam and talk about the first oh, Space Jam Brian. film? Yes. One that I know you have a lot of nostalgia for. Yeah. Space Jam, the original. Yes. Oh this is a my film God. that I hadn't seen ever until like two weeks ago. So I feel like you're the authority on this. Tell me oh, why really? you love Space Jam.
1: Okay, so oh, it's, it's it's been a while, but I have been watching, you know, clips to remind my, mm. uh, you know, my childhood uh, watching Space Jam. Uh, so when I was watching Space Jam as a child, I had no idea what was going on, but I enjoyed the film uh, mm. a lot. Uh, I didn't know the cameo or Bumry. I thought that, that that actor, I thought he was just a junk
0: character. I thought, how did you get there? How how How's he- yeah, that was one thing that I think I I knew that Bill Murray was going to be in it, and I knew that more importantly, spoilers by the way for both Space Jam films, I knew that Bill Murray was going to be at the end in the basketball scene. So the whole time I was like, "When's Bill Murray coming? When's Bill Murray coming? When's Bill?" So like, it didn't really come as a surprise to me, which I think is unfortunate. You know, it, it wasn't anything. I was like, "Yep, there he is." Instead of being like, "Oh my god, there he is!" Yes. Uh but really it,
1: it's it's close to my heart because I just enjoy the music as well and you know, with the animation, the characters. Uh well, I just had no idea what's going on, but um it it just really made me happy. <laughs> uh like uh but now looking at it, I was like, uh, okay, it's a bit it's a bit of a mess, but you know, it still plays uh, 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 um a special place in my heart, you know. Um yeah. And with the animation, it completely blew my mind when I was uh, when I was watching it for the first time because I was like oh, Bugs Bunny in real life. We need to find Bugs Bunny. Uh, I was like pleading my. Oh my god, my, Bugs my... Bunny
0: is real.
1: Yes, like you know, seeing that I was like, oh my god, he's real. So I was like, mom, can we find Bugs Bunny? And mom was like, uh, what? <laughs> so. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the it was it's different when watching it you know older but back then i was just having a great time watching it uh i was i would watch it for ages on a loop just you know uh, remember the, the the stuff and as well as Lily Bunny, the <laughs> bunny um in that film was you know different in that you know she yeah was, she,
0: uh, honestly her inclusion was such a way i mean I feel like every time you watch something as a kid, you don't really comprehend what's going on. Some short scenes go on forever. Some, you know, some long scenes go on like, you know, just pass by. And I feel like, you know, films that I've loved when I was a kid, when I revisited them as an adult, even even films that I, you know, film whether I liked them or didn't like them, I would just watch them and just be like, well, that scene, I thought that scene was like 10 minutes long, but it's actually about like 30 seconds, you know? uh yeah
1: and um it's the music that's nostalgic as well Mm. uh, for me because there was one song um it's time to slam um, i (laughs) forgot the song it's it's definitely a song
0: song. it's the theme as well um
1: yeah i can't say that
0: any of the music really jumped out to me um but (laughs) the, the existence of the film I don't know much about the background, but I just I just don't know what it is. What is it? Is it a Looney Tunes like like you know promotion? Is it a, a Michael no, B. Jordan well, kind of like my, not Michael B. Jordan? Different. Michael Jordan well, kind of like you know like vessel? Like I was so confused.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I'm just trying to remember. But the, well, I know the story a bit. Um, I thought the story was okay. Uh, looking back at now. I mean, you know, it just centers around uh, Michael Jordan's, you know, basketball career and then moving on to baseball, but then
0: going back to ba- uh, basketball. So. Yeah, the 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 whole emotional core of the film where he's, you know, he's trying to give up basketball and, you know, he kind of and he comes back to it for the right reason. He doesn't then stick with it. You know, it's then kind of implied that he goes back to baseball. And so it's like, is the film about you know, helping out people in need, despite your differences, because, you know, he never displays any kind of prejudice towards any of the tunes. Is the film about reconnecting with a love of basketball? I mean, not really, because he isn't really like, you know, reluctant in a huge way to, to do it. I think what is, you know, I feel like the Space Jam films should be treated in the same way that people treat the Fast and Furious films. They're just like pure fun, and, you know, yeah. you know, you can't really approach them with a normal critical mind. And I do approach them with a normal critical mind because, unfortunately, that's how I've been wired. So I do see them in and, in, you know, I don't just look at them, you know, in that way. However, really, you know, that that is what they're about. Though. They're just, you know, they're bits of fun.
1: Yeah. Um, and with... Okay, so uh, I... Before watching the Space Jam... I watched a bunch of Looney Tune um, TV shows uh, episodes, and I just love watching it because it's just wacky, mm. uh, and it's just so it's so much fun to watch. And it almost, you know, got me uh, into basketball because I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna shoot some. Uh, so I'm gonna well, say we used hoops. to play
0: basketball, didn't we? We used to um, yeah we did, we, we, did. We, used to go, we used to go down the park with our basketball and just kind of uh, shoot. We, we weren't we were t- we were bad, we were terrible, man. We were so bad. Uh yeah. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. We were, gosh, we were we were bad, John. Don't don't try and cover it up. We were the worst. No, no, no. We were like, oh yeah, we're so good, but now we're just looking back and like uh, maybe like we'd hit one in every 20 shots. Definitely yeah. not pro basketball. Um,
1: but like uh, that, that sometime or was it two, two years ago or yeah, it was two years ago, I was playing basketball with my bunch of friends. I was like, Well, I'm I'm actually good because I destroyed the other team. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Is is the
0: space jam um, gods talking nerd? <laughs> No. now? Um... Well, yeah, I remember playing it in um, in PE once and being and, and and doing really well and being like, oh my god, I can really play. And then I get and then I went up against people who had a had lots more experience than me. Two was better at sport in general, and D were just like ah uh, taller than me. Kid. And so I was just like, ah, oh, I can't play. I was just going up against morons before. Good.
1: Uh, yeah, and um, it, it, you know, I, I was watching the film. I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do uh, basketball because it looks fun. And
0: I, I think I had Looney Tunes merch. I think,
1: oh like, really? I, have, I don't really I,
0: have like a huge connection to the Looney Tunes. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, I get, I understand the references. You know, baseline. I understand. I know the characters from like seeing them, but I never watched Looney Tunes when I was a kid. I never really had that connection.
1: It, With it, it, you it was know, so
0: I'm... much fun. It was so much fun watching Well, I mean, because... watching these two films, I have seen, you know, like I can appreciate a lot of the comedy and I see where the appeal comes from. Mm. And it's just, you know, having that fun to watch. Uh, because
1: It's not a masterpiece, but, you know, it's fun to watch. And, you know, it's all about fun, really. You know, the basic of Space Jam. Uh, and the original storyline for Space Jam is... Uh, you know having that story and then you look on to this new legacy uh it's different because the first one is about aliens who are you know wanting to get more popularity for the theme park right yeah yeah and the they have to uh, do a basketball um playoff I don't know, but you know, just to go head to head. And then you got the high stakes, uh, you know, uh, everyone getting trapped into the, uh, the server first.
0: <laughs> yeah, the second one. The that first sounds one so stupid when seeing it. It really does. They are so night and day, they're so different. Like, what? Like, the second one is barely a sequel like obviously it's similar in plot and stuff and they make very you know quick like blink and you'll miss it like references to the first film but the second one doesn't like really acknowledge the existence of the first film at all they both kind of exist in their own separate universes and i i didn't like that because
1: um i wish it didn't go into corporate mode
0: you know doing all those things second the second one really went to corporate mode but i think what the when the first one is at its best when it's just focusing on the Looney tunes and like the difference between them and michael jordan and i feel like it's at it at its worst when it you know it tries to create some really deep meaningful message with michael jordan you know the whole baseball thing and you know or when it's like with his family or the other basketballers when they yeah. lose their abilities it feels just like a very cheap, you know, like, oh, look, we have other basketballers too. And they kind of did that in the second one as well. Um, It, it you know, it, it, it just, it, it was like, it would, it could have been like so much stronger if focusing on those like core elements, the memorable stuff, but everything else was just kind of thrown in there. Um, and I thought that was a shame because I thought that, you know, the, the comedy of the Looney Tunes was really strong. You know, they brought back all the original voice actors to you know play those roles and, 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 and the, the animation, you know, it was so authentic yeah. and looked, looked really good. And then it kind of got bogged down with like a, a villain who only appears in like three scenes. It's so weird. He kind of appears at the beginning to set up the conflict. And then he appears at the end for the basketball game. And it's so yeah. strange. It is. It is strange. Uh, but then
1: it, it gets it, it does get into deep things as well when you know talking about michael jordan you know what he's what he's going to do uh with this guy you know being at the theme park as well um you know thinking about his career you know as well
0: um, Yeah, a theme park that we that we never see again like presumably in space jam 2 that theme park still exists and is still you know probably well, I mean maybe it's probably uh it's probably gone out of business by this point you know 25 years later <laughs>
1: yeah just imagine imagine that would be cool you know seeing that theme park you know
0: oh my god this is the. well i thought that i thought that space jam 2 would be you know the same people back again but no we never see you know we actually see in space jam 2 the aliens for one for one second for for one second does that mean that in in the universe of space space jam 2 that space jam 1 is a film because they're existing inside the Warner Brothers cyberspace.
1: Well, that's 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 a good question. Uh <laughs> but with the aliens inside that universe, it, it, you know, it's different because they have no idea, you know, uh, about the the first film except Bugs Bunny because he knows about what, you know, what happened. And but then the other Looney Tune characters understand like oh, you got Michael Jordan, you know. Um, yeah, uh, see, right? yeah. um
0: it 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 it's such a strange thing. And I think, you know, they only really made the the aliens well, they made the aliens obviously small and then the aliens become big uh, and strong because they take the powers of the basketballers. But they only <laughs> they only really do that because they can ha- so they can have the basketballers in it doesn't really have a purpose it, you know it just felt so like you know how do we get in as many basketball cameos as we can bring in the fans you know
1: yeah yeah that, that that's good you know just bringing you know basketball fans as well to to watch uh this for. and you know it's nostalgic to you know, have these characters back on screen but again it's a little bit cluttered, you know, with, Mm. you know, all the characters in there. Um, But with Looney Tunes uh, or episodes, they would, you know, focus on one specific character or the other. But, you know, the main star is uh, Bugs Bunny. You know, he's, you know, he's the central character of the whole, you know, Looney Tunes universe. And then Daffy. I wish Daffy Duck had more, Screen time as well because he was also my favorite character in the Looney Tunes. Yeah, uh, it's so well. good
0: to see them all interacting with each other. It's so much fun. But yeah, there's it's not like you know you get like small moments with all of them apart from Bugs Bunny who's like the main kind of attraction.
1: Yeah, and with the first one, I think it balanced
0: with the characters. I think
1: in the first one. I don't I know. Think,
0: yeah. I, I feel, I, I still feel like that that was oh, a problem. Obviously yeah. the comedy was all on point and I think they do carry the film. I mean, Michael Jordan's acting is pretty horrendous, but they definitely carry the film. There's a really funny moment at the beginning when uh, Michael Jordan's kids are watching the TV and they're watching Looney Tunes and it's them on TV, like running away from the aliens and screaming like, this isn't, this isn't part of the TV. This is real. This is real. And the kids are just like, what? <laughs> And it's just <laughs> like they're actually just like, you know, like running for their lives because they think they're gonna die. I thought that was great. Um yeah. One character who I didn't like and I think is much improved on in the sequel is Lola Bunny. Lola
1: Bunny, yes.
0: Honestly, yes. I, I didn't know anything about her. I'd heard about this redesign in the sequel, and we'll talk about that more when we talk about Space Jam 2. <laughs> but in the original, she just comes in, looks like, you know, all the characters think she's so sexy. Yeah. All the all the tunes, should I say, think she looks so sexy and are all like, you know, absolutely like um, falling in love with her, you know. Yeah. They are like um, bewitched by her beauty. And then like she's she's perfect at basketball. You know, she like comes in and she's like, you know, this like she's basically she's basically Superman in in Justice League, Justice League, should I say. Uh, and oh. I don't mind that she that she's good at basketball, but she just, like, comes in, has this, like, you know, flirtatious relationship with uh, Bugs Bunny. And then yeah. that's all she does, you know? She has this super, like... Um, this voice that is really kind of, like, you know, meant to kind of be, like, all, all sexy. And it's just, like, this is a cartoon bunny. What's this? You know, it's, like, this design where she has, like, you know like accentuated features and it's just like this is so pointless and i guess from that perspective when looking at the sequel i think that you know she's more of an actual character in the sequel you know yeah i'm glad for that as well yeah. yeah she's not just like an object that comes and you know saves the day mm, yeah uh
1: and you know a lot of people were mad about the redesign because were, yeah. you know uh, I'm not one of those uh, people who, who were mad about the, the redesign. I was like, oh, yeah, she's a proper character. She looks great. But with, like, the people, no, we want her to be thick and, you know, you know, really look really cool and, and everything. But, no, she she looks a proper character. i I really glad about that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> One of the strangest aspects of the first Space Jam is Wayne Knight um a lot of people know him as the guy from Jurassic Park who's like see nobody cares you know the the computer analyst who gets killed in Jurassic Park and his whole thing is he's like this assistant to Michael Jordan and then like he spends the whole time like following him around and then when Michael Jordan gets sucked into Toon World he starts like digging like a hole like a really like deep like hole to try and find out where he is and then like do you remember this this guy no no i don't I remember. remember this you know, i do
1: not remember
0: him you know what you digging know Wayne,
1: the hole. oh you, oh that yes yes yeah the I guy remember. and then yes. like he
0: and then he comes into um into the uh locker yeah he, no. yeah he, he like he like comes part of the team and he's like their kind of, um, I don't know, like their, their their caddy. You know, he's like he's like kind of like their ref, their their like motivational speaker, I guess. Kind of like you know, spending the whole time just being like, oh yeah, like you know, you can do it, guys. And I'm part of the team too. And it was it's just so like jarring. I was so just like, what what what, what? He's just he's just constantly made fun of, and it was kind of like. You know, it was kind of it was it was kind of like so ridiculous that it was like you know it was actually it was actually quite funny. I thought um he was just there being wacky the whole time, like with barely anything else to him. Like we don't know like you know really what's his role. I have no idea. He just comes in and it's just the most stupid kind of guy.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um... apparently not very memorable. If you if you don't really remember him
1: yeah um i only remember the digging scene and that's it just yeah. trying to find michael jordan no michael jordan's gone oh
0: just no that i i think uh, i think, the, I think the, the 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 in terms of the humans of the film the coolest thing is bill murray
1: oh yes so much bill fun. murray bill murray the guy yes he uh he appeared in the film somehow he he was there and that I was like, oh wow, it's that's, that was him, you know, just yeah. arriving in Toon World, and he, he was playing basketball with Michael Jordan. I mean, that was Lutonians.
0: it was so good that they just kind of went for it, like you know, I'm pretty sure it's Gaffy yeah. Duck or something who says, "How is he here?" I guess it's just one of those things, and he's <laughs> just there, and he, and he and he and he's absolutely terrible. Uh, uh, uh um a uh, basketball even the whole time he's kind of said that he wants to be a basketballer and, and and he's just it's just a really random and funny cameo that I just think is absolutely bonkers that even that it even exists it's so out of the blue and um I did think that he would be in space jam too I thought that he would you know come at some sort of climactic moment but he didn't
1: yeah um yeah I, I mean i can't argue the cameo is great sure. um yeah um yeah I, I just want to say that the music is nostalgic the characters you know that you know brings out you know the goofy um the, the
0: goofiness is that a word goofiness? yeah yeah i guess it is well with that yeah. in mind before we talk about space jam 2 what, what would you give space jam out of 10 obviously um, you, your your okay. score will be so much more nostalgic than mine I, start, I, so. I,
1: um, for enjoyable reasons i'm gonna give it a seven or an eight all right
0: okay because no, you could...
1: know it, it's a special place and you know there's there's some flaws it's not the perfect film but you know i it's a great childhood film
0: yeah, yeah. no i could definitely get behind the score of a seven uh yeah i'd say seven or six um Again, it's a film for kids. It's, this is a fun film. So, you know, I have these criticisms, but at the end of the day, you know, if someone like you, John, would like, you know, like it as much as, you know, we do, as, as you know, as you have, then that's all you really want, you know? Yeah, and uh, just,
1: I had, like, lots of uh, Looney Tunes toys, and, you know, uh, I was like, oh, wow, this this is great. And, you know, watching it, back right then... Uh, yeah. Well, with that in mind, let's
0: let's move on and let's talk about Space Jam 2. And New uh, Legacy. Uh,
1: so, uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, this is this is one that I was like, you know, having watched the trailers. I think my worst fears of the film came true. I was so worried uh, this would just be like everything Warner Bros has ever done. Like remember Matrix, remember like the DC stuff, remember Game of Thrones, remember Harry Potter. And frustratingly so much of this film was just like that, you know. It's so much corporate. Of the film, yeah, it was so yes. corporate. It was like ready player one but turned up to 1 billion. Um however, I think that there's a there's a charm to it, there really is, especially again. Spoilers, there's one scene that I think we both really loved. Um, where they go into various films, and the Looney Tunes are part of those films. So they go into, um, Austin Powers, Mad Max, Fury Road, Casablanca. Is there uh, another one? I uh, think that might be it. Uh, Austin Powers, yeah. Um,
1: Mad Max, what we said, Mad Max. oh, Matrix the matrix oh my god yeah yeah uh that one and then we had cameos
0: as well uh uh we had rick and morty yes right rick and yes. morty there was some uh dc that- stuff with uh wonder woman and batman and superman and it was you know it it was very stupid but i think in 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 the in the small moments it was really fun you know
1: yeah and i to be honest, I really liked those fun moments
0: because it really took
1: me back, you know, to the days when I was watching Space Jam two at one for the first time. Oh my uh, god, John watched Space Jam two before anyone else. Oh my god, I, I I'm a time trap, uh, but um, it it, it was kind of nostalgic for me to you know hear those wacky uh, noises, you know, to see those stupid animations you know the things and it's just like haha yeah, yes, and they, they were me. they were
0: very very well integrated like in austin powers obviously going from the spy who shagged me introducing mini me um and having mini me be now i don't know the names but it was a looney tune um and i thought that was uh, really cool.
1: well that that was the um the hunter
0: i think oh but let me just get looney tunes uh
1: carrots um it, it was the person
0: just gets rapid season you know yeah you know, like, uh, yeah yeah it, it was yeah. you know it was just it, it was it was loads of loads of good fun I, I really liked the Casablanca one when it was uh, the guy playing the piano I oh, thought Elmer. that was yeah I That's thought that name. was just like that was gold having watched Casablanca earlier this year and having thought it was absolutely incredible you know I mean there's a reason why it's a classic and I think referencing that was great however there were so many times when things were referenced that I was just like, what? Why? What? what? Like, you know, um, I think one that jumps out to me is um, definitely got to be the, all the people in the, in the final basketball match. There were oh, just yeah. so many cameos and it was really getting ridiculous. There were the, the, uh, the Scooby gang, the Iron Giant, the uh, King Kong, uh, Yogi Bear, and the Flintstones. Uh, uh, um, yeah, there was like all the Batman characters. Oh, Gremlins. Gremlins, Gremlins was there. Yeah, um, the Back the, to the w- Future. Back to the Future was there. You know the 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 um, Game of Thrones characters. You know Harry Potter characters. There were even uh, as people as people pointed out in the in the trailer. There were even characters from a clockwork orange who are you know like rapists and murderers here like actual like criminals like not even not even in like a comic book sense like in a proper dark sense you know pennywise was there it was so bizarre yeah it was so like in your face you know uh yeah and then you got joker you got the penguin you got the ice yeah. king you got and they uh... were all <laughs> they were all played by lookalikes
1: oh oh wait what was his name uh mr smith mr smith he was there
0: yeah he was and they were all played by lookalikes and it looked so weird it was just like it was like you know you're walking it's like you're in comic con or something there's loads of people dressed as like you know these characters and it was mad it really was uh yeah and it's
1: so overwhelming uh, to see what obviously it is and uh, but the thing that the film was yeah, uh, tackling was, you know, uh, <laughs> Don Cheadle's character. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Don Cheadle throughout the film. I just couldn't
0: stop laughing because he,
1: he, he's basically a meme. I, I'm I sorry. I mean, we, we
0: all know that Don Cheadle is God, but I mean, this was just like just such a fun role from him just being. The algorithm, the Warner Bros. algorithm, or should I say Algae Rhythm. Um just doing <laughs> like the yeah. most like ridiculous stuff. I think that was it was just a lot it was a lot of fun to watch him chew the scenery. Uh yeah. Uh
1: and it, 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 it it's so funny to watch for no reason because it's like one of those um that that humor that you know generates, you know, just looking at an actor go, oh, he's he's a good actor. But if you know the actor who's done so many things, like he's played as Captain Planet. In, oh my god, the Luigi. Captain Planet video is hilarious.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you went to fucking treat <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, amazing, and 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 especially when compared to the first film, I think that Don Cheadle's character has so much more presence. In the narrative he he has so many scenes you know he presents like you know quite the threat um and i think that that conflict is presented really well especially when you know in the first film the villain as i said was in the beginning and then he didn't show up until the very end but john don cheetah was you know he was present from the very start making and, this you know, it got me really engaged Especially his meme, but you know,
1: <laughs> with everything throughout the film, uh, it, it, you know, we you know the intentions of the character. We're knowing where the story is, and we know who the villain is. You know, uh, from Space Jam, we go, "Oh, there he is! He's at the he's at the uh, end." There, oh, he's just there. But you know, with Don Chido's character, you know, he's there, uh, and it's it's great to watch.
0: But, yeah, he was making yeah, like. One of the funniest things was the whole... Now, this is something that I never would have expected. Warner Brothers were making fun of themselves so much. They were. In the they board were. meeting at the beginning, you had them, you know, being like, oh, it's all the algorithm. Look, it's LeBron James and Harry Potter. It's LeBron James in DC. It's him, like, in all of these, like, re- you know, like, existing, you know, it's like LeBron of Thrones. It's It was just hilariously over the top and, the and they had and the they had these two um these two uh board members who were just so over the top and so like stupid and one of us was so you know willing to make fun of themselves i don't think i would see that from disney you know i wouldn't yeah ex- i wouldn't see that from any of the like i mean let's be honest what other big studios are there at this point it's basically just warner brothers universal and disney yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't expect that from a big hollywood studio and i applaud that i applaud that they're willing to be like yeah we're stupid you know they literally called the tunes the bottom of the barrel you know they call them the rejects and like you know that is exactly what they've been doing like they i watched a video this uh, after we watched the film and they literally mentioned how Warner Brothers has been rejecting the Looney Tunes and they just they didn't they embraced it, you know. They used yeah. their own m- misgivings as a company to their advantage, I think.
1: Yeah, and you know, nowadays we don't see a lot of Looney Tunes um stuff. And that breaks my heart because, you know, watch Looney Tunes was just the best thing back in the day. And there was this show, I think, or channel, where they would show Warner Brothers like Looney Tunes or all the other characters and they would give the spotlight and I think it was called Boomerang, I think, but they would show like Mother Brothers stuff. But that I think that's gone now. Um because they don't do cartoons anymore, I think.
0: Oh that
1: sucks. Uh, yeah, so But yeah.
0: Kids kids yeah, these yeah. days missing the classics.
1: <sighs> I it, it, I wish there was like a a blue way you, Fox
0: set of like loon tunes I hey, there may- maybe there is to... you never know I mean I mean that you know as as we said they're extremely iconic I wouldn't be surprised um but I think that this film towards the end, I didn't I, I think in the beginning in the first half of the film, I thought the Loon tunes were were used really well, as I said, integrated into popular you know films and TV. Um, they had some good jokes. The whole idea that, you know, they have to get all the Looney Tunes back is a, is a fun little, you know, it makes it different from um, the first Space Jam and, and, you know, has that cool, you know, fresh freshness about it. However, in the second half, I think the Looney Tunes lost a lot of their appeal. You know, they were turning to CGI renders of themselves and the CGI Looney Tunes looked horrendous, I thought, especially when compared to the um, the cartoon versions. There's a scene just before the final um, basketball game where they are training, and 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 the loon tunes go absolutely crazy, and they make all of these like you know incredible like contraptions there's explosions there's like antics to get the ball and then when they release their energy again at the end it just wasn't nearly as kinetic or fun or you know didn't have that lune tunes energy which i think was a shame you know i think lune tunes are really cool in the first half and really had that comedy and spirit but then after that they became you know tgi and it wasn't nearly as as fun and and they did this really really odd thing with the bugs Bunny sacrifice yeah that that really bugged me i was like what what
1: (laughs) it really bugged you
0: (laughs) comedy join everyone uh yes
1: uh but that one i was like oh right okay um but then usually if it's a children's film they will bring back the character you know like raya the last dragon
0: Um, yes that is a perfect example spoilers for Ryan Last Dragon, but they do the same thing. And and I think that it, it, it would have more emotional weight if Bugs Bunny had stayed dead. However, obviously you're not going to kill Bugs Bunny. So don't do it at all, you know, have the risk. Have LeBron James do it. Because as he said, he's the the whole the whole idea is if he does a specific move, it'll glitch out the game and it will it will stop algae rhythm, Don Cheadle. However, you know it could kill the person in the process but as lebron james said he isn't a game character he's a he's a human so he'll be fine just have that be the tension of the scene and then and then you know have it all be okay the, the whole fake out yeah. death just felt so strange uh and it, it's just so bizarre really to have that
1: like i'll do it i'll do the, the thing that the, the crashes
0: the game you know, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it it doesn't even come from a place of character. There was no kind of arc that he'd gone on. Um, It's like it's not the same. I think it's done better in Deadpool 2, but it's like in Deadpool 2, right? Spoilers, Deadpool 2. But at the end of Deadpool 2, they do this fake out sacrifice where Deadpool almost dies. And then he's fine. It it just when they do that it just frustrates me because it's like you you're reducing the stakes, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and yeah, it, it it didn't work well. I think that that idea of you know
0: sacrificing themselves, yeah, um, yeah. I agree, especially in the way that they resolved it, because he just shows up at the end. And he's like, "Hey, I'm back." Uh, And LeBron James was like, oh, you. And it's like, maybe they could have just hinted the fact that he was back, you know? Not, instead of, like, just explicitly being like, oh, he's back, none of it mattered, okay, bye. Yeah,
1: like, hey, watch out, Doc, I'm back now.
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Incredible impression, by the way. Top tier. Absolutely top tier. Uh, One of the things that I, obviously this film, it isn't following... Michael Jordan but this time it's following um LeBron James and I liked how the story was very different. LeBron James wasn't trying to give up basketball, he was trying to teach his kids, especially his one kid Dom, and he's trying to be like, look, you know, you know, basketball is important, you've got to respect the game and not and you know stay focused. He's trying to impart the same lessons that were imparted on him when he was a kid. And they really tried to have this emotional like core to the film, but I think the pro the problem comes in the fact that like why would the kid trust Don Cheadle? You know, like LeBron James is shown to be a decent dad. You know, he comes into the kid's room and he's like, he sees what he's been pl- been playing. He shows some you know willingness to connect with his kid from the beginning. But then the kid is so easy to then ditch him and say that he's the worst dad and you know doesn't understand him. Whereas he's, you know, he's been showing that he's been trying to. And it just felt like the whole conflict of the film and this whole like message they were trying to impart just was built on such flimsy foundations. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm sorry, I, I just had to process what you just said because that whole chunk. Sometimes my brain doesn't work in it. I was like, sometimes Day, dream- I'm so sorry about that. And That's I'm all right. Off. That's all right. I could listen.
0: Um, that's all right. There's just so much that I, that, you know, that I could talk about, you know. Um I did I did think that um the again, they didn't force the basketball players, like other basketball players apart oh, from LeBron. Yeah. yeah they were yeah, present, but they weren't like huge. But then like there was this weird thing where they were all like turned into like human animal hybrids yes but
1: one isn't Kronos.
0: yes Kronos was very
1: uh i wish he was the main villain to be honest
0: yeah the idea of like a super you know intelligent and um just just in general, superior basketballer who can slow down time and, you know, comprehend things faster than any human is a really cool idea and it would be a really nice way to challenge LeBron uh, instead of just having this video game thing. Uh, The video game thing comes with a lot of uh, very awkward and cringy jokes. You know when LeBron dabs that was um
1: that was painful
0: it was uh, very painful
1: yeah uh and with with the jokes as well or like or like one scene you know when they are in- introducing uh, the algorithm or the al 3000 uh the, the 3000 or something yes. and then uh LeBron's like nah, I don't like it and then one of the characters they said oh yeah let's cancel the algorithm I was like
0: yeah exactly (laughs) it's like oh (laughs) cancelled and it's like guys this is this isn't you know like I mean to my knowledge obviously I wasn't alive in the 90s so I don't know about Space Jam 1 but Space Jam 1 didn't it just felt like the comedy came from timeless areas you know the the, the Looney Tunes were funny and they you know will probably always be funny you know Bill Murray was funny not because he was referencing popular things and it immediately dates the film you think about something like black panther where they make that horrendous what are those jokes it's so cringy and it dates the film immediately you know whereas something like guardians of the galaxy where it has jokes based on you know just like logic and you know wit it isn't dated as well as much whereas i think space jam 2 is immediately dated in some of the jokes that it makes you know like dabbing you know that's a joke that might have been like a lot funnier back in 2017 but now it's it's just like this is this is just painful to sit through and watch you know and again the 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 funniest parts were the looney chews so stick with that that's what works you know yeah 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 um Another th- another joke that I thought was the worst was the rap.
1: Oh god, yes, the rap. Oh god. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, who all right, help me out I here.
1: Remind what, me of that rap.
0: What, what's the name of the pig who does it? Let me let me get the pig. Is it Porky Pig? Um, yeah. yeah, it's Porky Pig. Well done Tom. You can I'm, I'm learning. learning, I'm learning. Um, yeah. Porky yeah. Pig does this rap. And it's just the worst. How does like? I'm sorry, but they decide. How is it? What's a Creative? I imagine the writers are sitting in the room. Like, okay, so we need to, we need to get the, the tune squad uh, above the uh, what are they called? The goon squad. Um, we've got to get them above them in in terms of um, you know, points. How are we gonna do that? How are the tune squad gonna get the upper hand? Oh, I know. Why don't they do a rap battle? Oh, yeah, brilliant. The kids love that. And it's like, oh, it was so horrible. Honestly, I think I died. It was it was it was disgusting. It it, it really was like this. Um, just such pandering yeah. again, trying, trying so desperately to be funny and and, you know, with it. And it's like it's not it's not those things. It's. It's embarrassing, I thought. Yeah. And with, I wish they didn't have
1: those embarrassing moments because in Space Jam, they didn't have that at all because no, it was just it kept really didn't. and you know it, it it just felt you know like a film but this it's trying to engage you you know some i don't know just cringe <laughs> um yeah yeah
0: yeah um, definitely i agree and as you said before this film with the looney tunes it was so stuffed there were so many oh. of them like you know there were some really funny moments like one of them was like shoot the shoot the ball and he just like gets his guns and just starts shooting the ball like literally and i thought that was like you know funny and there were some like really really good like bits of comedy but again it was so masked and and so many of the characters you know the old the old lady what's she called
1: Uh, oh uh I was about to say Granny Goodness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I think Granny Goodness it's would have granny. killed... It's
1: Granny. It's yeah, granny. It's so Granny,
0: her whole role is she does things. Again, this is another thing that I heard in this video that I watched. And, and it's a really good point. Her whole thing is that she does things that old ladies generally don't do. Like... She like her like all of her jokes just derive from her like doing like ninja moves and stuff. When it's like oh, oh no, old lady should be able to do that, and it's just it's it's very low hanging fruit. It felt like, um, you know, uh, when she I did I, it was quite funny actually. You know, she takes out Kronos Yes, and then and then LeBron says she is the one, and it's just the the weirdest Matrix reference I've ever heard. It was great. I loved it. Um. That was yeah that was that was great fun, but let's let's talk about let's talk about Lola Bunny in particular, obviously, as we said, she's got so much more character this time around yeah,
1: and I feel like that we understand the character a lot more, and you know what shes trying to do, but we got we saw her doing the amazon um test
0: yes, I think yes. Yeah, and so like you know, you you understand that she's you know try you know that she's that she's trained and she doesn't just come and be perfect. She's you know she's trained for it and 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 obviously you know with with our redesign as well, she isn't so much of an object. She's she is more of a character who you know just another member of the squad. Um, I I have no idea why she's played by Z- Zendaya. I have literally no clue what that adds to the film. You know, like what yeah. is like why why Zendaya? I mean like yeah she's a great actress but does that like did it have to be her i just felt that was like just a little bit weird but you know what was weirder (laughs) how all of the all of the um like okay so in in this amazon test um lola bunny like helps out she's like no i'm not gonna help you guys to lebron and bugs bunny and then like they mention family And it's like, it's like, it's like Fast and Furious. She just stops and she's like, family? And she saves them. And there are so many times in the film when they mention family and people are like, we'll do it for family. And it's like, what is this? Is this like a meta kind of thing about Fast and Furious? Like, and the kid's name is Dom? Like, is that just a coincidence? Or is that like me looking into it too much?
1: Yeah. And like, I think the Fast and Furious films uh, are influencing or impacting the yeah. films like
0: <laughs> family well as, as as you know as it has been recently there's been such a surge of Fast and Furious memes and it feels like that's bleeded over but this film was like shot like two three years ago at this point like what the hell is like you know like how how is Fast and Furious having this much of an impact as, presumably maybe it's a coincidence yeah uh I just don't know. Yeah.
1: It's 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 like a curse. Like whenever someone
0: mentions family, everyone just go crazy. <laughs> Fast <and> furious. <laughs> um, I tell you what. Every episode of Superman and Lois starts with the recap, and they love playing this clip where Lois says, "Let's just focus what we came here for, family." And every time, I just imagine Superman and Dominic Toretto just. Working together, as it'd be just amazing. Um, but yeah, you're right. It really has bleeded into everything in that way. Um, I think my final point that I'm gonna give about Space Jam was I thought the CGI was great. Um, it was really seamless, yeah, it's and especially great. especially in the final, apart from the 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 tunes in their CGI forms, which I thought looked horrendous. I thought that the the um, CGI and in the action was done really really well. It was really fast and energetic and and it was engaging. I mean, the film was just under two hours long. It didn't feel like two hours. It felt like an hour and a half, maybe an hour long. You know, it, it was really well paced.
1: I, I, uh, I thought I was in a
0: long Oh really. Time, yeah. I don't know why. Well, wow, I didn't feel that. I, I honestly it went fast for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 glad that I'm I'm glad that I mean honestly for me, if it had gone on for like two hours, if it felt like it gone on for two hours, I might have died. Um because it, it, you know, it it was very difficult to get on at some point. But yeah, so what what would you give Space Jam a New Legacy out of ten?
1: Oh wait, is there more stuff I want to talk about? Uh,
0: uh well, I'm I think that's all for me. Anything else you um, want to say? Um,
1: I mean, the film was a little bit nostalgic, but the thing that really got me was like the idea of the server first was a bit, eh, because. It, 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 it's trying to you know i mean it does have that original concept you know this this industry having this whole other you know game of thrones uh, yeah. all the other films as well and it was a bit jarring for me because i thought it was going to you know all be focused on looney tunes and you know what they're doing but then it's the company that's making fun of themselves but yeah also it was just one of those shoving
0: down all of their all of their ips down your throat
1: yeah and i
0: thought wait but no
1: i thought we we're gonna focus on the lunations no we're gonna focus on the bigger that bigger stuff as well so yeah yeah
0: if if they make a third one in 25 years time with the next hit basketball superstar um, I I really think that they should uh, focus it on the Looney Tunes and, you know, the the core of the franchise, as it were. Um, one thing that I actually thought was 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 almost well done was LeBron had this whole arc where he was um he's so strict about basketball. He's like, no, these are the rules, you gotta stick to the rules. You can't make a game where it's like, you know it's it it it's doing like power ups and style points and you know you can't play basketball like the looney tunes do but i enjoyed how they how you know they had this little arc where he learns to let go a little bit and then in the final half of the game you know it's a lot more you know the looney tunes get to go crazy even though it's not quite as, as crazy as i would hope for um but yeah i think that was quite nice
1: yeah uh but although I did have some fun watching the film, uh, I was like, "Yeah, this is great. The animation's cool. A bit weird on the uh, uh with the Looney Tunes." So, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. So I would give Looney Tunes. Right, oh, sorry, Space Jam: <laughs> a New Legacy. Um, I I've been thinking about it. I'm gonna give it
0: six six out of ten okay right decent um i definitely think you had more fun with it than i did um and i think again one of those things is that i'm so in my critical mindset that you know i had trouble letting go and just kind of having fun with it Um, i think i did have fun and i think if i were to rate it on just how much you know how fun it is i think i would give it a six out of ten but i think i'm gonna go for four out of ten five out of ten Six out of 10 on a good day, I'd say. But I think today I'd go for a, a four out of 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, I think it is. I think it's a worthy sequel to to Space Jam. I really do. I think, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's exactly what Space Jam, you know, kind of what, you know, what a sequel I would expect it to be. And I think it improves on the original in a lot of ways, you know, it. Considering they're both so similar, it does things so much better. And hey, if they do make a, th- a, a, a third film when it comes to 2046, maybe it will it, perfect the formula and make a film that, you know, completes the trilogy in a satisfying way.
1: Um,
0: oh, I imagine there was a post-credit scene. Maybe there was. I mean, we didn't, we didn't stick around, but maybe there is a post-credit scene. Uh, where it's just like, I'm gonna, I, I'm, where it's I'm like, it now. Don Don Cheadle uh, meets the gu- the villain from the first one, and then they're both <laughs> like, "Oh, let's let's band together, and and we together we can destroy the Looney Tunes once and for all." And then it's like, you know, Thanos will uh, return in Space Jam, Infinity Space War, Jam, uh, two post credit scene
1: does. The... The, 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 the,
0: Oh come on! What? I kind of you... hope it doesn't. Okay, have okay. It doesn't does it... have it. it okay, it doesn't
1: have post-credit scene.
0: That's good because generally, like, post-credit scenes used to be so special. They used to be the end of some some superhero films. It was like you know it was a Marvel thing, and then kind of DC started doing it, and then you know X Men. I-, I guess X Men started doing it, and. Around the same time as Marvel, but I feel like the more they've done it the more kind of the less special it's become and loads of films are doing it these days, so mm. you know I just kind of hope that they I hope that yeah. they kind of that, lo- that the films kind of know when to use it and know not when to so i'm 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 happy i'm I'm, I'm happy that Space jam didn't have one yeah yeah um I was a little bit disappointed but I had fun. That's yeah, me too, definitely. I mean, this year so far in terms of films, I think blockbusters this year haven't been great, but I think there have been some really good, you know, smaller films. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Shall we uh, move on to the viewing? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right, so I'll uh, let you go first. What have you uh, been watching this week? Uh.
1: So I'm... Okay, so... I've started watching a TV show called The Walking Dead. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. So yeah, this is all—it's all on Disney Plus now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, heard a lot about Walking Dead. Obviously, graphic novel series is on like season twelve now. What do you? What did you think? Um. So I'm on the second season right now. Oh damn! Why wow, are you going through it fast? Uh, well, the first uh, f- first season only had six episodes. Oh, right. Okay, decent. Not too bad.
1: Yeah. So this one, do
0: uh, they all have six? The do they all have six episodes? Uh,
1: they don't uh, They don't all have six episodes. The first oh, season does. Oh, so okay, cool. now they got thirteen episodes per season. I think okay. or sixteen. Not
0: terrible.
1: Uh, but yeah. So uh, I thought, okay, how about I just watch The Walking Dead, so then I can get into the comics because uh, you can get the. Compedium. compendium uh, yeah walking dead compendium and that is the first uh compendium is only 50 quid that's pretty good and and it's it's over 1000 pages
0: yeah that's that's amazing that's, i love a compendium the- honestly i mean I've, I've spoken about saga on the pod before but compendiums are a perfect you know way to condense a long yeah. you know comic comic series
1: Yeah. And uh with this one, so the TV show it's it's a different TV show. So uh uh, I've been watching it and it it, it's a different experience. Well I'm just trying to explain it how, how we talk about the Walking Dead. So it's expository, it's all Over the places the dialogue is off and on but sometimes because you know you can understand the characters but sometimes the line don't deliver that well within the characters uh and it feels sometimes the episodes feel empty with like the, the plot where's it going and i feel like okay how about you add something like this but they just don't but sometimes they go for something but there's a lot of things that do uh explore about like religion, about like the world going to crap, you know, with everything, you know the zombies or the walkers, you know, uh taking over um cities, you know, destroying people's lives. it goes to a lot of themes like political or religion or, you know, what they're fighting for. And it's quite deep as well. Uh uh it you know, it talks about life as well. And there's a lot of plot twists uh, within uh, the show, uh, and I feel like that they should explore more. But then I'm just hoping that they don't—they don't have this repetition because uh, they're just going from one point to one uh, to point A to point B. And I feel like, okay, let do do something else within a zombie apocalypse. You know, you could try to do something else. And I have heard that after the third season, it goes. Bad, like it, it doesn't go too well, so then I'll okay, I'll just watch three
0: seasons and see how it goes. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard that after kind of season five, it just kind of starts going around in circles. Oh, yeah, and
1: I wish you know they could go through that, but uh, season one, season two are actually quite good to watch, uh, because it you know it's, it sparks you know the start of The Walking Dead, and I really like the characters. Uh, as well, uh, uh, especially one character called Daryl, uh, who's played by Norman Reedus. Yeah. Uh, so, Norman Reedus, uh, I, I, he's a great guy, uh, Norman Reedus. He was in a video game called Death Stranding, and I've been... I love that he's game. A, he's and... he's actually an original character for the TV show. He's not in the comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in that as well. Uh, and but sometimes with the characters they're a bit shallow they don't mm. really you know explore more i feel like they're just side characters and i wish oh how would we explore more of that character but we just don't sometimes like yeah that sucks uh, I, I wish they did that but it is it is enjoyable to watch uh with a few episodes but there's like a lot of shock, shocking moments as well but i feel like it's a little bit predictable with with the show like oh oh no this is going to happen, you know, it's just going to happen. There's one character, they're going to kill off this character. Uh, and I feel like they don't need to do that as well. But the characters I'm seeing, they're going strong, they're doing this. And it it's going, uh, you know, against the, you know, the beliefs, you know, about the zombie apocalypse, well, that what well, they're going to fight for. And it's quite deep as well. Uh, and I feel like the first two seasons are just, uh good to watch but sometimes it is a little bit repetitive but it doesn't get too much in the way as much uh but the dialogue's a bit on and off There's sometimes confusing characters as well that don't really like i'm in the second season but the first season was great like it sets up the world and i love it and it's great but the second season there was one confusing character that really wait what? what 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 are you trying to do so yeah it, their, their intentions as well so uh and i like the uh the sound uh, as well in, in the one can dead like the, the music as well you know it's intense you know it's dark grim uh and it, it really steps up for that as well brilliant um
0: yeah. so um, with that with that in mind i'm curious do you think that um Do you think that the do you think that it's uh are are you are you sold on getting the comic now? Do you think you're definitely worth getting the comic? a little bit because with Walking Dead, I feel like I want to explore more.
1: But a lot of people said that the well the 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 graphic novels or the stories in, in that they said this is way so much better than the TV show because. It holds justice for these characters. They explore more of the gap about the characters. And I feel like comic books
0: can do that with really you well within, you know, exploring more characters. Uh, and, and the comic, it, I, I think the comic knew where to end as well because the comic ended after, you know, a, a few years, whereas The Walking Dead is still going. I think it's in its final season now. Um, after, and, and, and a lot of yeah, people so agree that it, is it, it should have final, ended a long time ago. It is ago. in
1: their final uh season I think. Yeah, it is. Uh right. so I I'm gonna see what's gonna happen. And I'm a bit worried about like if I'm gonna go in that rabbit hole watching the seasons because I just yeah. don't want to, you know, be that
0: like oh my god yeah Walking Dead but yeah I know close? I know exactly what you mean I I I have watched so many sitcoms sitcoms already have the, the issue where they just become so repetitive and boring and the most recent one I watched Scrubs I only watched season one because I knew that you know like if I watched it all that I'd just be watching some real you know boring stuff yeah uh, so with that in mind what would you give Walking Dead out of out of ten
1: um. It is enjoyable, but I wish there was it the zombie podcast, I wish there was like a lot of things to explore within the first two seasons because I feel like that's a slow start, but it is good to watch. Uh and there's some really good characters that I really like that, you know, holds well in this in this world. Uh so I would give this an a seven out of ten.
0: Or an eight. Okay.
1: Good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about you? What have you been watching?
0: Well, I watched one of just such a classic film uh, this weekend. I watched School of Rock. Just, like, honestly, having having watched this so many times when I was a kid, haven't watched it, you know, in, in, in ages. And it really, really holds up, man. It's only an hour and a half long, and I think it's perfectly paced and structured to build so many memorable characters like it's mad that apart from like you know maybe the four main act like you know adult actors it's all kids and each of them you know uh craft such memorable characters whether you're (laughs) thinking about the actual members of the band itself or or you know like the 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 side characters who are They're all so memorable in so different ways, and I think it's such a testament to incredible writing that they all, you know, that they all comes together in in a very tight, you know, um, in a tight way. It's never boring. The plot is so well um, paced. Nothing, uh, every line, you know, feels like you know it's so purposeful and so consistent you know you think about characters like ned who i think is a brilliant character because every line that he says every line that his girlfriend says to him you know is building this character arc for him of the kind of person that he is um you know what he wants and, and you know and where, where things have gone um and obviously the songs are all bops like the the fact that you know like you've got some incredible songs and it's not it's not a musical or anything it's just you know and it all fits into the narrative so well but obviously the the standout is Jack Black this film you know went so you know a long way in, in kind of defining what his career would be and he's so good he has such enthusiasm for what he's doing and he's got great chemistry with a lot of the kids you know it's a it's a bit that he has done in a lot of films and yet he still has loads of range in it you know and And you feel, you know, his passion for it, as well as, you know, in in especially the parents evening scene that he, you know, he is. you got layers to him, and I think I I just think it's such a perfect film, you know, and and it is it has withstanded the test of time uh, for me, at least. And, you know, you know, I might mark it, you know, I might mark it down on some on some, uh, you know, child acting that doesn't really hold up and you know especially the adult like the parents the parents are pretty shocking when you look at like the quality of some of the child actors the the parents are like you know their characters are so stunned uh, you know like stunted um and barely have anything to them um but yeah it's just such a such a good film about you know like potential and heart and soul uh you know taught through music and i haven't seen the play the musical on stage have you seen the musical i feel like you probably have
1: um on stage what
0: yeah Um, school of rock no i haven't no right okay i feel i felt like you had but yeah apparently it's just as good you know like the music's all great and and, yeah i did hear reviews about it Um, yeah i i've heard it's quite good i Um, saw it
1: um when I was walking
0: in New York
1: and it was there. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, Oh my God, this is just so good. And I was like, okay, okay. So Yeah,
0: I, I really don't know how it could live up to the film, but I've heard it's good, you know, and honestly, like I, I think that I think this film's so good that I, I would like to quite give it a go. But yeah, I think I give it a nine out of ten and it is such oh, a classic. Yeah. Mm. Such a classic. Such a where have you been? Just... You, yeah, I feel like you've just been so far away. Yeah, go on
1: uh no i just wanted you to you know um say what you want but school of rock that's such a classic film to watch like um it's so fun to watch with your family um because we are huge school of rock fans uh for the film and we um we just love it because we're just a huge music family and uh we watched it with my cousins we watched it with my uncles we watched you know with all of that and it's just so much fun to watch um even though you're a music fan but it's great to you know watch jack black being a great actor yeah it's
0: it's peak jack black I, i think that he he has a lot more range than you know especially this film might suggest you know if you look at things like Jumanji um you know comfy panda he has differences to his kinds of comedy unlike you know other actors comedians who i think so many of their films are you know similar performances i think jim carrey is an example i really love him and i think he's done some great stuff but so many of his films are just doing the same carbon copy i think jack black has also done that but i think you know in in his early stuff and this is the same for jim carrey the early stuff is just timeless because it's so effective and, and 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 you know that is there's a reason why why their, their bits work as well as they do and it really works in school of rock. Yeah. Um so it's great it is. So what else have you watched this week?
1: Um I've read a graphic novel called Batman the Three Jokers.
0: Ah yes.
1: Uh I talked about little with this today with you but um yeah, yeah. yeah so Um, so this one was a very uh, this one's a a different story because I thought okay, it's going to explore more about the Joker, it's going to explore about you know, uh, why do we have these um, Joker different timeline up to uh, well, if you read Batman Endgame, there's one sequence uh, in the comic where um, Gordon is looking through the old pictures of joker and you can see joker like in the old pictures throughout history and it's creepy it's so yeah, creepy
0: batman, batman endgame is by no means a horror comic but it's one of the most effectively scary sequences in any batman comic that i've ever read and it's it is a very scary comic uh, this as well the, 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 the three jokers is written by jeff johns isn't it yeah, Jeff Johns. I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 I don't know why it wasn't Scott Snyder. I feel like you know it should have been. It him. should have
1: been Scott Snyder, man. It should have been
0: because he would have like
1: he understands more about the Joker clearly about you know with Batman and you know to understand more you know the you know the 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 brutality of Joker you know in the new two one because he's is a lot more. Uh, first fierce, fierce of all you know you know what I mean yeah. you know he, he fights Batman you know one to one in Endgame <laughs> you know that's crazy um, but this uh, this one is more centered about the mystery of the three jokers why are the three jokers uh, I'm not going to spoil it uh, but uh, it is it is cleverly written uh, and I'm not a huge fan of Jeff Johns but uh, I, I don't i don't like him but i do like his work uh like doomsday clark or um uh, the green, uh, green lantern
0: i do have one of the green lantern yes books. the 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 you have rice the third army right
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, well
0: that that's that's from the start of the re of the new fifty two run, and that is one of the ones that really got me into comics, just in general. There were three pillars for me. It was Civil War, which is still probably my favorite comic of all time, Craven's Last Hunt and the first three volumes of New Fifty Two Green Lantern, all shaped what I think, you know, make incredible comic book stories. Yeah.
1: Um, but the one that really shaped me was Scott Snyder's comic. Uh, the uh, new vigilante. I thought that really got me into the world. Yeah, he it's it's Uh, one of the best Batman runs I've ever read. Yeah, I agree. Um, so this one, uh, I thought it was cleverly written. Uh, you know, to explore more about what the 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 mystery, and you know, it goes through, you know, uh, it goes through each of the Joker's, you know, past with the Bat family. So you got. Um, Joker who shot Barbara Gordon, uh, the Joker who killed uh, no, who killed uh, Jason Todd, and you got the one who was fighting Batman in Endgame who tried to kill him. So, um, so these are the uh, core Jokers, and they explore more about it. And there's a lot, lot of twists within this this one. It's it is a short graphic novel, but. It, it, it's it's a simple story but it, it it's really deep as well there's like some messed up bits uh within uh the relationship between joker and J- jason Todd and it goes to like the other ideas of like is this the right joker or is this the wrong joker uh, and it we do get some little answers about joker but it, it, it doesn't really ruin the mystery of the Joker but uh, the ending of it is quite impactful and it, it it really impacts the ending of killing joke and I was like wow that's uh, that's a uh, that's something but also there's it, it, it does it it does also explore the relationship between Batman and Joker you know uh, they've been fighting for years and there's one great opening to yeah there's it, it, a great opening to the graphic novel where you can see Batman's scars uh, like you can see the scars who you know which villain did the scars so you got one by penguin you got one by killer quark you got one by scarecrow but mostly uh, well, the most of the scars are by jokers especially the one in game you can see that one as well uh, and it's all around its body oh you can see the Bean, mm. um, scar as well. You know, we uh, back. Yeah, that's
0: really cool. I I love that kind of stuff. In Arrow, um, which I think is a is you know one of the best superhero uh, TV shows. In in the first five seasons, it tells the backstory of Oliver Queen on on the island he gets stranded in, and and you see, you know, in each season you see like where he gets certain scars and certain tattoos. I I, I think that kind of stuff is 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 really cool
1: yeah uh uh and I thought that's that's a really good detail um, yeah uh and I thought it was you know really kind of adjusted about you know about the joker and uh about the past you know what what they're doing, but it's really focuses about Batman you know fighting joker, and there's one great twist at the end of it, you know um. Man talking about Joker. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what would you give it out of ten? I thought it was a great read. Uh I would give it nine out of ten because it was Brilliant. cleverly written. And the arts as well, it's great. Uh and it is it is a short one. I wish it was a bit longer because it felt like one of those classic stories, you know, like you got Death in the Family, you got the Killing Joke. It feels a lot like that. You know, those solo stories, it feels Really
0: good. It's not too complicated. Um, But, yeah. um, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. So, one last thing that I want to talk about before we uh, head on out is something that is, you know, a disappointing thing, to say the least. So, this week I finished The Flash Season 7, so the end of Season 7 aired, and... Oh, this season broke me, man. I have been keeping up the Arrow first for so long, and I still love most of it, and... The Flash is one of the best shows in the Arrowverse. Season one is incredible. Season two is amazing. Season three isn't, is 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 good. It's good. It's not amazing, but it's good. Season four is bad. Season five is bad. Season six is great. Season six was such a return, return to form. And I have to say, and I'm really upset that I have to say this, but season seven might be the worst season out of all of them. My God, it's so... First of all, it starts out finishing the season six storyline. Obviously, season six was cut was cut short because of COVID. That's fine, you know. And I think that's the strongest stuff. The bit from season six is the strongest stuff. And then after that, it goes through this absolutely ridiculous storyline, which is you know, which is so has this weird leaning on family, and it's like this weird Fast and Furious universe, which is so strange with weak villains and <laughs> you know, and and it takes the cheesiness too far, in my opinion. And I love I love a bit of cheese. I think, you know, cheesiness can often be mis- mixed with sincerity, and I think The Flash has so much sincerity and cheesiness uh, with it. But this just felt like it was too much. There was no sincerity there. It, and the characters felt like they weren't built, you know, you know, they weren't developed enough. And then the back half of the season, they did, uh, last week I talked about Godspeed. They did, the, they did uh, Godspeed. Um, Wait, they didn't? They did, they did. But they've been oh, building they Sorry. they've been I, building I Godspeed since the end of season five. This is three years of build-up and they just decimated it. It was terrible. Not only that, but it was the flash's 150th episode. And they just couldn't stick the landing. And and I'm it really upsets me to say, you know, the the series spent so much time on this pointless arc in the middle. And then the the arc at the end was just fell so flat the you know the, the you know the characters that were developed um but you know they didn't use the plot and the characters in, in the right way and you know they struggled to find out what to do with characters you know in a way that they haven't since season four it's such a shell of what it used to be and it's so upsetting because eric wallace the showrunner did some amazing stuff in season six and that was his first season i really thought the flash was looking up but no it's just gone back downhill and it really kills me i don't know what they're gonna do with season eight but i hope that they can bring it back because i used to love the show so much you know there's so many elements that they could do really well but they just they just really they messed it up man they really did i know you haven't seen season five or six but season seven is definitely my least favorite season of the show and, oh really wow yeah, yeah. and could be my least favorite season of of the arrowverse you know it's it's almost as bad as arrow season 4 which is famously dreadful so yeah it's really upsets me but it was it was atrocious um mm. i really hoped i held on hope and i really hoped it could it could fix itself but it didn't and it makes me so sad however the beauty of the arrowverse is that when one show is bad there are other good shows. And at least we've had Batwoman season two, Legends season six, Superman and Lois season one, which have all been great. So thank God for that. Flash Flash ain't great, but you know, what can you do? Uh, I think i will give it five, four. I don't know, because there are still like, you know, there are still elements that remain that I think are pretty good. Um, you know, just like production wise and character wise, the music's still good. But I think i will give it like a three out of 10 it really wasn't good and not a lot could save it. There were a couple of episodes that I liked, but other than that, yeah, really shame. And 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 yeah, so had to leave it on a bit of a downer, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I know.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, I've been crying about it for so long. No tears will come anymore. Uh, do you want to take us out then? Yeah. What, did I? No, wait. No. no. Do you want to roll us out into the outro? Yes.
1: Uh, okay, sorry. I thought you said something else. Do you have, like, I was going to say, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, today has been a strange episode uh, because we've been talking about Space Jam 2. And, you know, it's it, it was a film. Definitely a film. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I can confirm it. It's a film that exists. We were talking about, when we go to the cinema with each other, we always watch, like, Just weird films. We watched Sonic the Hedgehog, Fast and Furious 9, Space Jam 2, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Rise of Skywalker. Like, we haven't, like, watched any, like, proper masterpieces together. We should fix that.
1: Yeah, we we need to watch something that's solid, you know. I do. That really, that's groundbreaking for the experience, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 100%.
0: Hmm. But yes thank you everyone for watching if you enjoyed leave a like and subscribe if you want to see more uh this next week uh as this comes out we'll be doing suicide squad 2016 with our friend joe from Hagdog films and then we'll be doing suicide squad the suicide squad 2021 uh and then uh, and then we'll be going into star wars the bad batch season one and the week after that is our two year uh, not two year one year special we're going to be revisiting tenets so very exciting stuff coming the, our way so if you want to see any of that or if you want to head back and look at our other stuff you can subscribe you know we've got some cool stuff at, uh, that we have talked about uh you can get in con- contact with us at alsteinfilmpod at gmail.com we will read it out if you do uh, or follow us on twitter or instagram at alsteinfilmpod or follow me on uh, on twitter at tom the boardman and yeah anything else to say? Um. Mm.
1: Uh okay yes sorry i was i'm just trying to remember what yeah i usually say so um thank you for listening again uh please wash your hands and uh wear your mask when you go to the cinema you know yes. we we want we want to be safe don't go on your phones um uh, yeah uh, just do that, please. You know, we just want to keep those cinema. Uh,
0: For the love of uh, God, think of the children.
1: Oh yes, and again, wash hands.
0: Yes, it's important. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Um. So, without further ado, take we given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. G- 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 goodbye. Goodbye. I was waiting. I was yeah. waiting. I was like, I was you like, can do it. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, oh, you goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, g- goodbye. No, you.
1: No, me? You um no, I am me. You are you.
0: Oh my god. It makes sense now. Goodbye. Uh, gu- goodbye. Goodbye. Gu- 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 goodbye.